So just like most people, I've come unglued and unhinged and gone off the deep end at times, and I'm not very proud of it. But as you go through life, you learn to master a few tricks that in your mind, you're like, I'm just going to pretty much fake it till I make it. And then gradually it'll become the new way I do things, the real deal. And to me, that is how resilience is born. And resilience is what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey there, friends. Hope everyone's having a wonderful day today and had a nice weekend. Happy Tuesday. Today I want to talk a little bit about becoming a little bit more resilient. I think that as we get into midlife, sometimes basically we get tired. I know I am. I get tired of fighting the same fight or, you know, putting up that front that we have to do, like we feel like we have to do to um, to kind of protect ourselves. But resilience is something that is a tool in your toolbox that's going to really help you as things come up in life. And I've always been one that likes to like to give my kids tools to become more resilient. And I have to look in the mirror sometimes because it's not always easy. It's much easier said than done. Resilience is defined as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats or significant sources of stress and while it involves the ability to bounce back from the difficult situation it can also include profound personal growth so this is important i think that becoming resilient in our minds we're thinking of just this is how we adapt we're going to have this situation something that is difficult or painful or challenging and it's just that moment how we handle that, how we adapt. But during the time that you are making that move, that having that experience of just becoming able to adapt, you are growing. And the personal growth is the part that has huge value. So there are a few things that you can do that we can all do when we encounter a difficult situation or adversity that we can really build this resilience muscle. And there's a few common traits that I've noticed out there among the most resilient people. So I wanna go over some of those traits and let's see if you recognize these in yourself or if it's maybe something that you could work on. So resilient people, first and foremost, are flexible thinkers. They're self-aware enough to know that when this challenging situation arises, they know when they're becoming unreasonable or counterproductive. They can look at it and say to themselves, okay, I'm just getting out of hand. This isn't something where this should be my reaction. This is just how things are. Facing challenges is an expectation of resilient people. They know that these things are going to happen at different points in their life and they are 
constantly equipping themselves to just adjust and be flexible so that they can adapt. So staying flexible, staying loose in your thoughts so that there isn't a rigid game plan actually helps you become more resilient because if you have your full day planned or, and I've done this before and I'm sure you have too, where you have your full day planned and you've just got it perfect down to the hour. I'm going to do this and then this and then this, which is great. We talk about habits and planning all the time. I think it's amazing. That's what we want to do is have a plan and create some habits. But the truth is that then you'll notice that when something comes up that disrupts that, something unexpected, especially when it's something kind of challenging, it really does knock you down because your expectation of staying in that framework of your day was so high and it was so protected that when the slightest thing came up, you were not able to be resilient. You just sort of either got upset. This is what happens to me where I just feel invaded, you know, but the reality is that if you can stay a little bit more flexible, a little bit more open to what's going to happen and not be so rigid. You can have your habit and your plan and your structure of your day and your checklist and things like that. But basically the idea is the way I like to see it is put some white space between those things. Don't try to put too many things into one day because then you don't allow for those moments to be a little bit more flexible. You just don't allow for that. I recently heard, uh, I was listening to an audio book about leadership and one thing that they talked about was always schedule some downtime between your appointments or your calls. I do a lot of calls in the day. I uh, recruit people for our company and throughout the day, I always try to just leave a few minutes in between, but I realize that if an interview goes long or if something else comes up while I'm on it and I have to take care of it in between, if I don't have enough time, it really kind of knocks me off my pin, you know, where it's just like, oh God. And that's when things start to feel a little bit discombobulated because I didn't allow time. And so becoming flexible um, is the key and also giving yourself that room and that white space Um, will actually help you become a little bit more resilient when those things happen. So become a little bit more of a flexible thinker and think about leaving some white space in your day. The second trait of resilient people that I've noticed is they're pretty optimistic. So they are generally prepared and quite positive actually with a plan B. So that's very common. They fully expect that life is going to give them challenges, that they are going to have roadblocks in pretty much all aspects of their life, whether it's at work or relationships or um, ideas or plans. They know that challenges are inevitable, that there may be things that come up that make it not work out, and they just have a fallback plan in the wings all the time. And it's really a good way to lessen the impact of whatever that unexpected situation is. So finding the positive in most situations 
is an amazing characteristic that resilient people have. They believe in their strength and their ability to handle most situations and they, in a sense, reject the victim mentality for a more empowered position. Now, I'm not going to say who, but in my life, uh, there is a person that um, has this, right? They're very type A. Um, He is extremely uh, always armed with a plan B, extremely optimistic, positive, almost to the point where it's annoying. (laughs) You're just like, how are you just so jazzed about this like there's a pretty strong chance this isn't going to work but when you have a plan b all the time and the plan b can just be expecting that plan a is just not going to work out it's just that simple but it's the idea that it's not the end of the world it's just staying in that mindset that if this doesn't work out that it's going to be okay because then I'll just go back over here and I'll start mapping it out this way. And it just seems like such a simple mindset shift. But imagine, imagine if you were able to go into things that you're a little bit, you know, apprehensive or things that are new in your life and just be prepared, have a plan B ready. And if you're able to do that, then you, in your mind, you are already prepared for anything. So in a sense, that's how you become more able to become more resilient. That's just how it is because you are, nothing unexpected is going to knock you down. As you already know, both options, it's either going to go well or it's going to go differently than you anticipated. And then you have your plan B. And I love thinking about this stuff in this way because I do believe so much in the story that you tell yourself your day will be bad if you say it's going to be bad your day starts and you spill your coffee and you hit your head on the car door when you're getting in Uh, it's really easy and I've been guilty of that too you know the stories that we tell ourselves this day started bad and it's going to be bad, right? That's how your day will definitely be. So I'm a big believer in the story that you tell yourself, the words that you say to yourself, and just the idea of being positive about how things are going to go and having that option, that second road to take if something goes on is just an amazing tool. So be flexible, flexible thinking, and then remain optimistic. I think that's a great, great tool also. The third one is laughter. I think it's such a blessing to have an ability to find humor in dark times, even in the worst moments. Sometimes you know those people that have the perfect lighthearted sentiment, and it just really kind of soothes the rough edges and the pain of a charged emotional situation and it kind of changes everyone's perspective it changes the way you will react to stress i remember in steel magnolias um 
uh, what's her name? Olympia Dukakis, like her role, she was hilarious. There were a lot of funny women in that movie. And I remember there were some heartbreaking scenes in that movie. And she was always able to put some humor and some lightness in it. And I've always thought when I see people do that, I've always, my younger self, I would think, well, that's so disrespectful of this, the, you know, how serious the situation is. Like we're not giving this serious situation the respect that it deserves. This is missing the gravity of the situation. And it's just not the case. And as you get older, you meet people in your life. And I've always aspired to be this person, to be able to find a way at the appropriate moment in the appropriate way to find the humor in a situation, whether it's to help someone else or help myself. It just literally takes the air out of it. And the sooner you can let the air out of a very um, adverse situation in your life, the sooner you have handled it. So having a good sense of humor really helps you become uh, a person that can respond a little bit better to stressors. Find lightness in the dark times. And by doing that, you add this really important coping mechanism to those times of stress. So looking for those opportunities to just put a little lightness into the situation. And once you're able to do that, you are able to handle something that you would have thought was going to maybe knock you down for days or weeks or months. But when you're able to really look for the lightness or um, find something that is, you know, humorous in the situation, the, ir- the irony maybe, um, it does push you to the next stage of whatever unpleasantness that is. So make sure to keep laughter in your life. The next thing is they rewrite the story. Resilient people, they just look on the bright side. And even though that seems like a really cliche expression, um, focusing on the upside of any experience really challenges you to look for what the positive could be from this event. And sometimes it seems like there couldn't be a positive, that there just could not be an upside to this. But there's always something. There's a practice called finding silver linings, and it it highlights this perfectly. It invites you to call to mind your whatever the upsetting situation is and try to list three positives about it. And this could take five minutes, it could take five hours. But there is always something, whether it's the timing that could have been worse at a different time, uh, whether it's some sort of uh, suffering that would have uh, been, you know, uh, greater had this happened at a different time. There's always something, maybe it caused two people to meet. You just, there's, there's things that we just kind of take for granted that sometimes are a result 
of these challenging moments in our lives, we just take them for granted. But really, if you sit down and and look at the things that have really been roadblocks for you and really challenging, you can find something. And if you can't find three, find one or two. But the skill of being able to find the silver lining, find the positive, is something that resilient people really have uh, mastered. And it really helps ease the blow and balance the emotions of the moment so you're not all in despair. You're able to take your mind in a different direction for a second and really get it off of that repetitive spiral that it's in and just really seek, however small, the positive in the situation. So I think that rewriting the story, finding the positive, is another excellent uh, tactic for becoming more resilient. Another, face the fear. If you are anxious about something that you need to do, or let's say you are just kind of lacking confidence, expose yourself to what you are afraid of in smaller doses. We talk about chunking big projects into small ones. And this is a great way to tackle something, right? And to make it a habit is if you make it manageable and attainable. So when you're afraid of something and it looks very big and ominous, take it in small doses. And then maybe it's something that you were, you said, I'm going to do this every day. Well, don't do it every day. Do it twice a week to start and get really comfortable with twice a week. Whatever it is that you're afraid of, just face it head on, but do it in manageable stages and time frames. Because resilient people, they don't run away from things that maybe have challenged them or that they have failed at in the past. They go right back in because it's the knowledge of really becoming familiar with the comfort level of that situation and becoming confident about it. It's that that makes them stronger. So simply facing and going back in the ring is an amazing uh, resilience builder because you are just building that muscle. You're saying, yep, this is really hard before. It didn't work last time, but I'm so committed. I'm gonna go right back in and I'm gonna do it again because I know that if I get very comfortable with this or even a little bit more comfortable, 1% more comfortable, right? That I can become more confident and become stronger and more resilient. So face the fear. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself a break, for goodness sakes. Have some self-compassion. Whatever um, comes up that is going to cause you some suffering, some strife, just confront it with warmth and kindness. You are working through something right now. There's no rules or expectations for how fast you need to move past it. Everyone is different, and you are going to find what works best for you. So whether it's prayer or meditation journal your feelings your your morning pages like I love to talk about just sitting down and just like dumping your brain onto uh, some journal pages is amazing 
take care of yourself, talk to someone. All of these things will help you become more resilient because you're not just stuffing down your emotions and putting a suit of armor around it. You're, you're going to be kind to yourself. You need to understand that these things are going to happen, that as you think about them, write about them, talk them out, pray on them, meditate on them, whatever it is, that you are becoming stronger in that moment. People weather storms and they also are really good at forgiving themselves when things happen. And so if they're able to lessen the emotional impact and really be kind to themselves and allow them to feel through the situation, they can heal and they can move on more quickly. It's just how you know, a boiling teapot, you know, like it's going to boil and you know that it's in there, all those emotions are in there. But if you don't turn down the flame, eventually it's going to start screeching, right? It's going to, it's going to whistle because that emotion needs to come out. But if you allow it, if you address it, talk, write, speak to someone, just kind of nurture yourself through it, you'll be able to then have that again that muscle build and know that you have weathered that storm and the next time something similar happens that's what resilience is you'll be able to know what to do because you soothed yourself through it and sometimes it's great you have a friend or a partner or sister brother somebody that can help you through it that's great but there are times when we just have ourselves and honestly most of the time I just want myself but you can't just sit there mired in whatever the challenge is it's how do I find ways to work myself through this it's like when a a child sucks their thumb they figured out a way that they can soothe themselves through it I remember uh, my daughter Liz would be crying and then she would just be searching and searching for her thumb and then boom she'd find it and she was fine And I thought, wow, like even as a tiny, tiny baby, there is that need to self-soothe because we get tired of our own damn self, right? We get tired of hearing our own voice, even as a baby. They're like, "I, I need to relax. I need to find a way to whatever it is that's bothering me. I need to soothe myself. And so giving yourself that kindness and compassion is a way to build resilience as well. Let go of things in your past. You know, don't stay stuck in your resentment or hard feelings. Um, You have to just make a commitment to yourself that you're going to let some things go, forgive, do whatever you need to do, and you will be doing something that is good for you. That doesn't mean that you're going to let anyone off the hook. It doesn't even mean that you have to reconcile um, an unpleasant situation. It's, you can if you want, but whatever it is that's kind of got you stuck, you're resenting or the ill will you have to some, you have to let that go. Like I said, you're doing this for your own benefit. And you're going to be surprised at how forgiveness empowers you and really gives you a growth opportunity. That ability to look at a situation in the past or a situation that where you feel you were wronged um, and then be able to forgive and let go of it work through it again talk through it 
you know, you had reasons for whatever you felt. So talk through it. And then that gives you the opportunity to kind of let it sort of fizzle out because you've addressed it. It didn't sit there and just stay ugly and large. You were able to break through it. A resilient person isn't harboring baggage of anything that has happened to them in the past because if they did, that would keep them stuck in a negative unsettled state and that's not good because it blocks further action so of course you're not going to be able to move forward with anything new or try something new when you're in the mindset of resentment or harboring some bad feelings that's why they say you can't do anything good in a negative mindset you you can't do anything good if you're doing it for the wrong reasons like to get back at somebody sometimes you have to just wipe off the board and whatever it takes for you to do that, you need to sit and do that and, and be with yourself and talk through it and get past it. Because it's only then that you'll be able to say, okay, I got through that. I'm stronger now. I'm becoming more resilient because I'm able to take that really unpleasant past situation and work through it. And then look into the future. Look beyond where you are in this moment that's uncomfortable or challenging or this moment of adversity. So just look beyond where you are now and have that this too shall pass mindset. And this can help you handle stressful events even better. So being able to think into the future to another time when you're not going to be feeling this anymore because we all know Time heals all wounds, for the most part, uh, and it's going to pass. The sun will come up tomorrow, and the situation will still be there, but you need to look not just to tomorrow, but look a little bit further beyond that. Try to see what the, what the optimistic side of this situation can yield for you. Believing that there is always some kind of light at the end of the tunnel is a real cornerstone for somebody that's a resilient person. They just understand that it's only a matter of time before things smooth out and get back to normal. So they're better equipped to ride out the storm because they know the storm is going to end. That they're in it, they might be in the eye of it, but it's going to end. Everything in our lives that you think about that has been uh, so painful and challenging in that moment you feel like you are in quicksand and nothing's ever going to make it better but as you know as we all sit here and we look at our lives we've moved on does it mean that terrible thing that situation that setback didn't happen absolutely not but being able to know in those moments that there's going to be life after this, that you're going to move past, there is going to be some good beyond this moment is really helpful. It's just part of many of these other reasons where you're looking ahead, you're finding the good, you're trying to stay positive, you're changing the story. All of these things help you get past the moment in your mind emotionally even when you're right in it and so to see you as an outsider 
you are resilient even though in that moment you don't think you are because you're looking ahead you're knowing and it's it's apparent to someone else that you're looking beyond where you are now and it's going to be fine and I find myself saying those words it's going to be fine it's going to be fine right it's kind of um to someone who loves you they're just like oh she's in denial but you know what it is gonna be fine because what's the other option you just gonna stay right there you can't so whether it's a challenge and you um, feel like you're coming unglued you have other people that need you and you need yourself so being able to have that gift of looking beyond that and knowing that there is going to be a point in time I don't know if it's going to be 24 hours from now or 24 days from now or 24 weeks from now there's going to be a time that this is going to have a different impact on my day and something good will come out of it I will get some strength from it becoming more resilient requires you to really draw on all of the all of the work that you've done in the past so just like when you are um, growing your muscles that happens when you challenge them and actually tear the muscle so imagine that like the idea that you're tearing a muscle letting it rest that's when the muscle then begins to build stresses build our emotional growth and resilience so physical strength comes from challenging the actual muscle emotional strength comes from building your emotional tolerance in all of these other ways makes you more resilient so facing challenges um, can enhance your memory with these new um, strategies for making things easier the next time so I'm going to review a few um, notes final notes on resilience too so failure is a requirement of someone that's going to be resilient so if a person never ever fails in anything and everything just goes exactly how they want it to go they're not going to be a very resilient person are they I mean just imagine that you see people that just everything just seems to just turn out just just right nothing nothing ever seems to you know be a roadblock or a challenge even though we don't always see everything but also they aren't able to handle things when they do because they just haven't been exposed to that it's like touching a hot pan right eventually you get a little bit more able to touch it if you continue to do that which is a terrible habit my family and I all have um you just get something touch it hot and you're just like oh but then you know you start to become more resilient to to that failing is required roadblocks are part of life challenges are going to happen those things make you more resilient being resilient means you face these stressors you learn from them you don't try to avoid them so when you're afraid of something in your past or something that you failed at or something you you feel bad or something that you didn't resolve um, that's not being resilient 
being resilient means you face those and like I said you write you pray you meditate you talk to someone whatever it is and you learn from it talk it out how did this happen what could I have done differently Uh, what will I know next time when I start to see this pattern happening this sign so that I can avoid it getting perspective is a huge key ask yourself what's the worst thing that could happen I mean so many times we are thinking of just some catastrophic result of something and it just stops us dead in our tracks when really it isn't catastrophic it's something that might be a little uncomfortable but again it's just because we're not very resilient that we're not willing to take that chance so sometimes there's just a small thing that you're just like not doing because you're thinking in your mind of what this possible um, negative result would be and it's really not the case so ask yourself what's the worst thing that could happen right now and that will help build that resilience muscle and then push yourself push yourself outside your comfort zone to see what it is you're really really capable of and you will surprise yourself and then once you see yourself do it you're like look at that I did that and then that builds kind of your library of things that you're able to handle because you've pushed beyond what you thought you were able to do and as always give yourself credit for the things that you're doing right the things that you're doing well you have likely faced adversities and challenges in your life and you have overcome them maybe you haven't done that in a way that you thought was great at the moment but believe it or not you built some kind of muscle through that and by doing that you should give yourself credit you've been through some hard things by the time we get to this stage in our life we've all been through some stuff so give yourself some credit for that and finally take action rather than being paralyzed or stuck in a negative situation uh, thinking that things happen to you instead of for you don't stay stuck there take some kind of action when things happen and it gets you down or is this you know they are a setback do something think of what you can do again this goes back to rewriting the story find the positive find the humor do something so that you can move past those heavy heavy emotions and get you into a more positive forward thinking mindset being resilient is a very life enriching trait and it keeps you in the driver's seat of everything that you've got going on and that's where you belong So it doesn't always seem like you're doing a great job, but you're probably doing better than you think. You've been through some stuff in your life, so give yourself that credit and then just keep moving ahead. And like I always say, acting confident, it looks exactly the same as being confident. Well, acting like a resilient little badass looks exactly like being one. So keep practicing and doing that even when you're doubting yourself and how you feel just keep pushing forward using these tools and before you know it you're going to be bulletproof it's going to be great and i want you to be resilient i think that's a key to um, really handling all of the things that are going to come to us in our midlife and beyond we're going to have things to handle let's face it you know the, the longer you go through this wonderful life, the more things that you're going to encounter that are painful. 
and becoming resilient is a gift that you give yourself so get out there and be a resilient badass that is all i have for you today my friends i hope you have a great rest of your day and i'll see you next time Hey, my friend, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and give me a five-star review. It helps me keep doing what I'd love to do, which is talk to you. Thanks.